you feel stressed? Welcome to Season 12 of the Raise Your Game Show. I'm your host, Alan Stein Jr. This season is focused on providing you with tangible thoughts, ideas, and concepts to help you manage stress, avoid stagnation, and beat burnout, all of which are part of the human condition. Stress, stagnation, and burnout is something we all experience to some degree over the course of our lives. And this is precisely why I wrote my new book, Sustain Your Game, which is currently available everywhere you buy books and audiobooks. If you've already invested in a copy of Sustain Your Game, thank you. Your support means more to me than you know. And after you've had a chance to crack it open and dive in, would you be open-minded to doing me a huge favor? Would you be kind enough to take 30 seconds and leave the book a rating and review from wherever you purchased it? Leaving an honest rating and review is the best way for you to support me and the book's message. And if you do, take a screenshot of your review and email it to me at alan at allensteinjr.com for a free copy of my friend Ed Milet's new book, The Power of One More. That's right. All you have to do is leave Sustain Your Game a rating and review, email me the screenshot at alan at allensteinjr.com, and I'll ship you Ed's amazing new book for free. Okay, that's enough self-promotion for now. Let's get on with today's episode. When you really break it down, life is simply a never-ending series of attempts. Everything we do every minute of every day is just another attempt, another rep, another at-bat, another shot. Some attempts feel bigger and more important because we build them up in our minds. But in reality, they're not. Well, at least not in the big picture. That interview, it's just an attempt. That proposal, it's just an attempt. That workout, it's just an attempt. That speech, it's just an attempt. They are all attempts. Nothing more, nothing less. Thankfully, every attempt is a chance to learn, a chance to grow, and a chance to develop in some area of our life. That's because every attempt provides us with feedback. We get to choose how to process this feedback. And the perspective we choose influences our performance. We can choose to react to the feedback in a way that serves us and moves us forward. Or we can choose to react to the feedback in a way that cripples us and sets us back. The goal is to get as many attempts as possible, to continually learn, and to keep moving forward toward the person we strive to become. This is what I mean when I'm talking about growth. Engaging the process, the theme of the last episode, and growth, the theme of this episode, are flip sides of the same coin. Engaging the process is a strategy to beat burnout when the big picture is the cause of exhaustion. Growth is the reverse. When the day-to-day -day is weighing on you, take the opposite approach. Pull back and focus on where you're going. Growth is big picture thinking. Before a future NBA player is drafted, one of the metrics discussed is his ceiling. This is a term on how good the player can be if all things go right. And of course, it's 100% hypothetical. It's the most optimistic view of his potential. A player's career is a mix of his own commitment to the game, the organization he plays for, the teammates he shares the court with, the injuries that do or don't occur, and so on. The top players are constantly pushing the ceiling by working on the aspects they can control. No matter where they are on the statistic leaderboard or in the contract process, they commit to continual growth. I once heard Hall of Fame coach Doc Rivers say, average players want to be left alone. Good players want to be coached. Great players want to be told the truth. The truth is in what they still need to do. NBA players, especially the great ones, have more than enough people telling them how amazing they are. 
and I'm sure that feels great. But what they really need is a teammate, coach, or mentor who reminds them of the distance between them and their ceiling, or someone who convinces them that their ceiling isn't even a real idea in the first place. The average person tends not to learn from failure because of a self-serving bias. When things go well, it was their doing. When things go poorly, it's because someone else screwed up. If you feel like failure is due to other circumstances beyond your control, you're never going to learn from the mistakes you make. The self-serving bias is very common, but in high performers, the self-serving bias that interferes with learning often recedes and even disappears. High performers always take responsibility because they know it is essential for growth. While most people are looking to protect themselves from blame, high performers are seeking it out. A self-serving bias might save you from an uncomfortable conversation or a drop in mood, but when the moment passes, you'll have gained nothing from the experience. Then the experience really is a failure because you took nothing from it. We are all works in progress. There should always be a gap between your actual self, who you are in the moment, and your desired self, who you're working to become. You should never feel finished. You should never feel like you've reached your ceiling. You should never feel like you've arrived. Once you feel there's nowhere to go, you lose the motivation and sense of growth that pulls you forward. A part of this process is feedback. Here's three components to think about in regards to feedback. Number one, receiving feedback. Am I open-minded? Humble? Observant? Am I constantly looking for ways to improve every area of my life? Number two, Discerning feedback. Is this person qualified? Is this their opinion and preference? Is this helpful or useful? What biases do they have? What biases do I have? Number three, utilizing feedback. What can I learn from this? How can this move me forward? Will this take me closer to becoming my best self? If you're listening to this and you're feeling burned out, I've got some advice. Try and get clarity on what's causing your burnout. Are you disinterested in the end goal? Bored with the steps? In need of a break? Craving a new role? You need to raise your level of awareness. Remember, you will never fix something you're oblivious to and you will never improve something you are unaware of. When it comes to a daunting task, don't try to get through it. Aim to get from it. The process isn't always smooth and it's rarely easy but it does its work on you. Don't stop when it gets hard because that's where things happen. Growth requires discomfort. Growth requires tension. And sometimes, growth requires pain. Here are two concepts to help you stay focused on growth. Number one, star where you are. Don't worry about your next job or your next position. Focus on being the best you are capable of where you are in the moment. If you star in your current role or current job, it will lead to a new role or a new job. Number two, improvement is greater than advancement. Self-improvement in and of itself will propel you forward. Believe the key to advancing in your career is boiled down to your rate of improvement, growth, and development. When you get better, better opportunities open up. Don't worry too much about the game of getting ahead. Instead, focus and commit to what you can control. Comedy writer Emily Winter was in a rut, so she made a resolution at the start of the new year to do something bold. She would try to get 100 rejections of her work. 
She would pitch and submit her writing to so many print and media outlets that she'd have a giant pile of no's to show for it. She wasn't a glutton for punishment. Well, not exactly. Her thinking was that the experience would strengthen her. If you've never experienced rejection, then you're not growing. So she went into the year hoping to create a type of post-traumatic strength, where all that rejection would create a second skin and make her stronger. However, something else happened on the way to her hundred rejections. Sure, Winter got a lot of no's as planned, but she also got a lot of yeses and ended the year with the best resume she'd ever had. Winner's unorthodox process gave her an extra type of motivation. Since her goal was to accumulate as many rejections as possible, she had to put herself out there, and I mean really out there. And it led her to the most prolific and consequential work year of her life. Her story is illuminating because it encapsulates the idea that getting stronger is getting ahead. Both require risk and the ability to face failure. And both are an integral part of the growth process. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for investing your time with me. I hope I helped you sustain your game. And just a friendly reminder, if you decide to invest in a copy of Sustain Your Game and you're kind enough to leave it a rating and review, take a screenshot of it and email it to me at alan at allensteinjr.com and I'll send you a free copy of my friend Ed Milet's brilliant new book, The Power of One More. Wish we could turn back time. Time. Time.